Please be seated and turn to hymn 642. Give me a moment to introduce this hymn to us, 642, Be Thou My Vision. There's only one Christian missionary who has a holiday named after him, which is celebrated around the world. He's known by his own distinct color, which is green. He was a Scotsman evangelizing Ireland in the 4th century, and if you haven't figured it out yet, his name was Patrick. Worldwide holiday is St. Patrick's Day. He planted 200 churches, baptized 100,000 converts. 400 years later, the Irish church was still enduring and producing hymns, prayers, sermons, and songs of worship. One day, 400 years later in the 8th century, an unknown poet wrote a prayer asking God to be everything he sees, his vision, also asking God to be his wisdom and his best thought by day and best thought by night. It was not until 1,200 years had passed after that poem was written in 1905. A scholar in Dublin, Ireland, translated that ancient Gaelic poem into English, and a second scholar then took that English translation and recrafted it into the rhyme and meter needed for it to be sung as a hymn. Appropriately, the tune chosen was borrowed from a traditional Irish folk song named Slain. Slain was an area in Ireland where the missionary Patrick had presented the locals called the Druids with the gospel of Christ. So with roots going back to the 4th century, this is one of our oldest and one of our most moving hymns. Even the title, Be Thou My Vision, shows this hymn as a prayer addressed to God. The whole hymn is held together by that same unifying pattern of continuous prayer requests, Be Thou. Now the words be thou in our English translation only appear twice, but in the original text of that poem, the phrase be thou occurs more frequently. And we'll see remnants of that each time we sing thou, think of it as be thou, a request for God to be for us what that new line asks. Each stanza requests a variation of this main desire that God would be and ever hold the central position of importance in our lives. The first stanza focuses on God as the one thing we see everywhere we look. There's two meanings of vision, and they actually overlap here, that which we literally see and that which we aim for, both that upon which we set our gaze with undistracted attention and also that which guides and inspires our actions, always, of course, God. The second stanza expresses another aspect of God that we desire he would fill our lives with his wisdom. Third stanza recognizes the Christian life as a battle and our need for God to be our battle shield and our sword, both our defense and our offense. In the fourth stanza, we express what we value. Rather than gold, our treasure, our riches, our inheritance is God. The fifth and last stanza turns upward and forward to the ultimate future of heaven with a summary of the whole hymn. God is the bright sun who illumines colors, dominates everything we see. God is the heart of our own heart, the very center of who we are, no matter what suffering or joys come our way. We once more repeat that God is our vision. It's a poem, a hymn, a prayer about the priorities of the Christian. We put first things first. We subordinate all the rest of life to God. God is preeminent for us every day of our lives, and our minds go to a scripture declaration of Christ in Colossians 1.17. He is before all things, and in him all, hold, all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, and that in everything he might be preeminent. 
For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. So let's pray this and ask God to give us Christ-centered lives by both praying and singing all five verses of 642, Be Thou My Vision.